Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello there, everyone. Hello, Andrew. And a happy Wednesday to you, sir. Happy Wednesday, sir. It's hump day. It's the middle of the <laughs> week. That just never gets old. And <laughs> Not to me. Just brings me joy. <laughs> Do you have any special socks on today? I tell you what, I'm I'm a, it's it's a strange day for me, but to, for Father's Day, I got a my own pair of Hey Dudes. Hey Dudes, what is that? Oh, if you don't know about Hey Dudes, you've been missing out. Uh, looks like you're not even wearing socks at all. That's exactly right, because the proper way to wear the Hey Dudes is no socks. So Hey Dudes is the shoe. Yes. Ah, it's super cool shoe. I, I've not even been uh, paid to promote them or endorse them, but I got to tell you, <laughs> okay, if you get a pair of Hey Dudes, you're going to love them. And you're not supposed to wear socks. You, you don't. I, I wouldn't say you're not. No. Okay. For fashion. Okay. I think the, the shoe will function with a sock on it. Okay. <laughs> for fashion. So no special socks today is what you're saying. No, no. Today okay. is just these, these sad white little ankles. <laughs> okay. Well... That was a real dud, and uh, well, I thought I feel, it might shock you. I, it did. It did. It shocked the pant, shocked the socks off shocked me. Shocked the socks off. <laughs> shocked yeah. the socks off you. All right, we've spent too much time on this. Let's talk about John chapter one. All right, I'm going to read verses 14 through 18 from the English Standard Version. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one's ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Wow, so there's the verse that tells us there was absolutely no grace until Jesus came. (laughs) And the law was awful. <laughs> Isn't that what the I, Bible teaches? I don't. I don't think that's what that verse is saying. Oh, I don't think that's what that verse. So let's <laughs> let's just lay down a little bit of a foundation here. This this verse is not saying that there was no grace or truth in the law. Okay. At the same time, it is not saying that there is no law in the grace and truth of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. We need to understand that. I think that's a really good thing to understand, <laughs> a really good thing to learn. I, obviously, I'm, I'm feeling a little facetious there saying it that <laughs> I way. I hope so. But I, I got to so. tell you. Do I've we need to some, turn the mics off and study this a little more? <laughs> I've heard some people talk about the distinction between the law of Moses and the gospel of Christ. And I mean, it's almost yeah what i just yeah. said they get yeah. sure close to saying what i just said what and jo- that is a misunderstanding it is a misunderstanding what i believe john is doing here is he's setting the stage for what he is going to present in the rest of the gospel so we would call these verses that we've read from 1 uh, 1 to 13 yesterday and then including 14 to 18 today we might call these a prologue prologue for the gospel prologue for the gospel john's okay. setting the stage here's what i'm going to do he gives this theological prologue that says i want to tell you about a guy i met but let me point out to you that this guy is actually not just a guy i met he is the word mm-hmm. and he is the word of god you remember years 
millennia, eons ago, when God created the world and he said, let there be light, that creative power of the word, that's actually this guy. Mm -hmm. That's who this guy is. And he is light and he is life and he is God. Now, let me tell you, he became flesh. That's huge, isn't it? He became flesh and he dwelt among us. Or if literally we might say he tabernacle yeah 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 you're aware yeah. of this he tabernacled among us this this is the dwelling of god with man well this is who jesus is he is the dwelling of god with man and there is a richness of appreciating that he tabernacled among us since we're going to talk about moses and we're talking about moses prophecy of the prophet yes who's going to be coming yes. so we don't want to miss these things yes and so then he says we have seen him we've beheld his glory and we need you to understand the glory that we saw is the glory as the son from the father all right here is one in the exact same image this is the one who is bearing the image of god okay that actually does take us back to creation again because adam was supposed to bear the image of god okay. but he distorted it and he twisted it and what john is now pointing out to us is well this guy i met who is more than just a guy i met he actually perfectly bears the image of god we saw his glory as a son of the father I think we also want to appreciate this idea of glory in connection with tabernacle. And in the Old Testament, there is a glory of the Lord that descends upon yes. the tabernacle uh, in the time of Moses. Fast forward a little bit, a couple of centuries, few centuries, to when Solomon is building a temple, which is to replace this tabernacle. And the glory, the Shekinah, fills the the temple uh, at the same time. And now we have the glory of God. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's, in between those two things, let's fast forward another few centuries. And the temple had been destroyed, and now they've built another temple. And what doesn't happen? Mm. We actually don't witness the glory come into that second temple. Not in the days of Zerubbabel and Ezra. We no. don't have that. But now, now, okay, now finish your story. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> finish your part here. So, yeah, right. But now here is this declaration of the glory of God. That tabernacled. Tabernacled. Among us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so here is in God. Jesus Christ. Dwelling among us in the flesh of Jesus Christ, God the Son, incarnate God who has come into the world. He is the word. He is full of grace and truth. And so now we have this statement for from him is fullness. Excuse me. Yeah. For from him is fullness. We have all received grace upon grace for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The grace upon grace is not the issue that the law had no grace, and now we've got grace upon grace in Jesus. Okay. What we've got is there is grace that was the law, it was a gift from God. It was the oracles of God. It was by God's grace that he gave the law through Moses to the Israelites. But now we have grace laid on top of that as Jesus comes in with the fuller grace, the fuller truth, the fulfillment of all that the law was pointing towards. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So you're telling me... <laughs> That uh, there's not this hard distinction then between uh, this good gospel and this grace is so much better than this bad law. But what you're saying is there's a good law and it gets even better and so much better that it's grace upon grace upon grace. That is what I'm saying. Ah, it, so it's not a contrast here. It's almost like a culmination. Well, Paul is going to tell Timothy, we know the law is 
good mm-hmm. if one uses it lawfully. We recognize that Paul himself is going to say in Romans that the law was good because it taught him things. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in fact, you know, he's he's upset because through the law he died. He asked the question in Romans 7.13, did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin. What was bad was not the law. What was bad is sin, mm-hmm. and the law, by the grace of God, demonstrated sin, demonstrated our need for something more than the law. And that's what we're getting at. Mm -hmm. Here is grace. And it's not, oh, the law was bad, but oh, look, the gospel is good. It's, look, Moses and the law, you think they're good? And they are. Mm -hmm. You ain't seen nothing yet. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you about Jesus. I want to tell you about the gospel. I want to tell you about the grace and truth that we found in Jesus. I want to tell you about this grace that that has expanded and become so much more And so that's what's happening at the end of this prologue. John is setting the stage for how he is going to tell his story of Jesus. We're going to see over and over again, as he is answering, which prophet is Jesus? Mm -hmm. Is he the prophet that is like Moses? Is he the prophet that surpasses Moses? Well, that's setting the stage for what he wants to show us. I'm going to show you again and again that Jesus surpasses Moses. Moses. Mm -hmm. He fulfills Moses and supersedes Moses. He chooses his John chooses his signs, his conversations, his conflicts, all of those things that he records to spell out. Moses was fantastic, but Jesus is better. The law was good, but the gospel is better. That's, I think, what, what John is setting the stage for here. Well, let's dig into that a little bit. And before we leave today's reading, okay, because verse 18 of John one says this, no one has seen God at any time. No one has seen God at any time. And you know, and I, we've done so much talk in previous seasons about the name of God and the time that Moses spent up on the mountain with God. Um, did, did he see God? Did he not see God? How is this so? Because I, I really do think this is one of the first moments where the Gospel of John is showing that there is one greater than Moses who's here. Yes. But I'm trying to work that out. Yes. So, so subtly, for those who know the law, there's something here in this last verse of the prologue in verse 18 that, wait a minute, this this catches my attention because what he said is no one has ever seen God. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I remember a story about Moses where he got to see God. Right. And don't we hear like twice in the law where God says that he spoke with Moses face, face to, to face or mouth to mouth? Right. So wait a minute, what's going on here? But the person who recalls what we actually find in the law recognizes those places where it says that Moses met with God face to face or mouth to mouth, those were metaphors. In Exodus 33 and verse 20, Moses asked God, let me see your glory. Mm-hmm. And God says, well, I'll, I'll let you see some of it, but you can't see my face. You can't see my face for man shall not see me and live. Mm. So even what happened there in Exodus 33 and 34, where God demonstrates or, or shows his glory, it says he shows him his hinder parts or his back parts. He shows them the diminished glory of God because he cannot see God face to face. And now John calls that to mind. This is a big, big deal because what set Moses apart from Aaron and Miriam, 
What set Moses apart from Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, what set Moses apart from all other prophets, was this special face-to-face relationship. Mm -hmm. And what we find out is the face-to-face relationship was a metaphor. It was not literal. It was a powerful metaphor. It was a poignant metaphor. It demonstrated what God was trying to say about the specialness of Moses, but it was not literally face-to-face. And John tacks off this, or, or finishes off this prologue by saying, Oh, by the way, I just want to remind you, nobody's actually seen God, but this one I'm telling you about, he has. He has, and he's going to show God to us. I'm just looking here again at Exodus 33 and how that played out. Verse 20 says, you cannot see my face for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, here is a place by me and you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be while my glory passes by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face you shall not see. All of the mitigation that has to occur for this totally unique experience of of Moses and God's presence, but he needs to be hidden in a rock of all things, (laughs) in the cleft of the rock. I mean, the overlay of language that speaks to Christ is quite striking. And the rock that followed them was whom? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Christ. So he's, yeah. yeah. You know, interestingly, when Moses came down from the mountain, you remember what happened to Moses? He was glowing. He was glowing, So yes. much that it freaked the people out. And they said they, could, they couldn't bear luck at him, so cover your face. And so John, again, makes a connection. We're, we're not seeing, we didn't see the glory as of one who stood by God. We saw the glory as of the son of a father, of the father. Not just of a servant, not of a person who's just had closeness, but the one who was with God who was God, who saw God, and who exposes God to us, who, yeah. who lets us know exactly who God is and exactly what God does. Again, the point is a greater than Moses is yeah. here. When we're trying to figure out which prophet is this, well, listen, he's got Moses beat hands down. You got to ask yourself the question, if he's not the Messiah, who's going to be more Messiah than this guy? Yeah. And that's the point that John is making again and again and again. And one of the things I appreciate from today's reading then is if you want to see God, look to Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Look absolutely. at Jesus. Absolutely. All right. I think it's time for us to wrap up. Our great God and Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this time in the Word. Father, we, we want to be able to discern and handle your word accurately to give proper deference and respect and appreciation for the Old Testament, for the law of Moses, for the writings, how all those things come together, Father, to bring us to Christ and to bring us to the gospel. Help us, Father, to appreciate the true prophet and one greater than Moses has come. Help us, Father, to look to Christ because we would see you And appreciate, Father, the glory, the power, the love, the grace, and the truth that is all in Christ. It changes our lives, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. 
please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.